Welcome to Who Am I? This is the podcast for bilateral ophthalmia and me, where we meet many of our members who have a link to either having the condition of bilateral ophthalmia or through family members. So I'd just like to get started by saying that this first podcast is going to be with my son Toby. So over to you, Toby. Who am I? My name is Toby Ott. I'm 34 years old. I was born with bilateral anophthalmia in June the 15th, 1989. And I love life. So, Toby, obviously you don't remember much when you were born. Because uh, we spent many months in hospital, both at uh, Sidcup and at Great Ormond Street. What's your first memory of being aware that you were born without any eyes? I don't really remember that far back, but I remember once being in hospital and the fire alarms going off. Right. But and did that make you jump? I can't honestly remember. It's so long ago now, but I just remember being in hospital because I think my childminders Pauline and Diane had come to visit at the time but I think what brought it on for me home for me was the learning when I started learning Braille at the age of three so you were quite an early starter on Braille weren't you yeah most people start learning when they're young but I started when I was three because my VI teacher thought it was the best course of action and who who was who was your initial VI person? Jean Kavanagh. Yeah. And do you remember Jean? You probably don't, but when you were young, Jean used to lay you down on uh, popping plastic bubble wrap. I don't remember. And also, any of that. she used to do, well, we used to undo rolls of sellotape, and you used to laugh every time you heard sellotape unwrapped. Did you, I? Yeah, you used to laugh all the time. I do not and remember it, that. Yeah, at all. and it just used to, it was quite funny. So, obviously, early years spent with mum and dad, but also you spent a lot of time, because obviously we were working, with your two childminders. Tell us about Pauline and Diane. Oh, they were great. They, I used to go to their house. I used to have breakfast when I got there at, like, 8 a.m. And we used to do... They used to have different toys. We used to do rhyme time. We used to go out to the park... I even remember making snowmen in the snow. Oh, we did so many things. But you were the only person who was blind, weren't you? Yeah, I was the only one. Yeah. So how many were in the group? I think there was like... The ones I remember was six or seven of us. Wow. Total. And, and I'm still friends with them, very close with them now. You are, you are. So, we started off doing all the childminding, and then it was time for school. So, what happened... For school? I went to Our Lady of Grace. Can't remember how long I was there for, but I wasn't there my whole. No, because we moved you over and you went to another school, didn't you? Yeah, and I loved it. And what was that called again? It was Invicta. Invicta. And what, what took place there to make it so good for being somebody who was blind? How did they integrate you into that school? Well, they put handrails on the steps going down to the playground because Jean arranged that. 
she also did mobility skills with the white cane to teach me routes around the school but she also did stuff with the other kids so that they were more aware of my blindness and you you were you were fully integrated weren't you in that school yeah fully integrated fully integrated you had a really you had a really good time didn't you oh, i loved it it was yeah. great and you still got a friend from that school now haven't you i have still speak to him as well and who's that ian ian wow I spoke to him the other day actually oh good so and when you were at school you had one-to-one helpers didn't you as well yeah and who were they uh miss uh catherine snashall who sadly is she passed know. away which was very sad and carolyn woods who i'm still in touch with yeah well, what does carolyn joke about about you oh cake but you love cake yeah you loved oh. it then and you loved it now not as much then it's more now it's really. more now yeah actually you eat more cake now than you did then so so when you was at the the primary school did you ever go away on any trips anything like that did you go away on school journeys not at primary school no you didn't no see I couldn't remember if you did or not no that wasn't until year nine right. secondary so you're at primary school and then it's time to move on and you went on to secondary school didn't you yeah and that was okay wasn't it it was okay yeah and you you got integrated there didn't you because they had a visually impairment unit they did and who was also involved Jane Kavanagh yeah and who else who who helped you there who were your one to one Karen Young yeah she helped me at the end of Invicta as well yeah she did um and oh loads of other people because there was a VI unit there was there was in fact it was a very it was the beginning of a VI unit wasn't it because it was the first time it hadn't long started had it I don't think yeah and obviously you were there and there was quite a few others with vision impairments weren't there yeah but it's all changed now apparently yeah so and you did school trips there didn't you I did school well did I where did you go went to the World War One battlefields in wow. year nine wow and that was about mum and dad wasn't it yeah and you had a good time it was okay yeah yeah found the food annoying but... <laughs> what about did you find it interesting yeah definitely yeah. right so so your school years and also being with Pauline and Di they all went really well didn't they really well yeah I think it's also important that we mention that throughout those times you also had lots of hospital appointments didn't you loads and you used to see um cars under great ormond street yeah because of because of your kidneys and more fields for my eyes and who did you see at uh great ormond street i saw a few people mr trumpeter i think yeah, it was and, and sarah Lederman. that's right and then at more fields you had to see the people in the prosthetics department as well as richard collins and as well as richard so and Nicky Rag and Nicky Rag obviously we'll come on to Nicky Rag so throughout all those times you were having fun at school you had your friends yeah yeah and you was obviously having all the medical stuff done as well yeah and that involved having new prosthetic eyes made didn't it yep and you you didn't have anaesthetic did you no you just went for it went for it yeah 
What did I you think I to... did have anaesthetic at first, but yeah, but then it changed. And what what did you used to call the stuff that they used to make the moulds with? I think it, I said it's still saying it now. It's like custard. Like custard, yeah. <laughs> so you used to have custard in the eyes, which is quite. I used to think it was quite funny actually. So we've now reached the end of secondary school, and a decision was made with you and us that it would be good to further your education. So where did you end up going? Went to the Royal National College for the Blind in Hereford. You did? And you lived in... I lived in a hall of residence in the first year. Yeah. Called Campbell Hall. Yeah. And I had my own little room at A4, little cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> and then where right did you then. go? And then I went into 54, which was a house. It was like a house. A nine-bedroom house. And who did you share that with? Oh, Eight other people. Eight other people. She had your own room, didn't you? Had my own big room. Yeah, you had yeah. a communal kitchen. Communal lounge kitchen. Yeah. And you all had fun, didn't you? Yeah, it was fun, yeah. You used to go out, didn't you? Yeah. Well, that was more in the third year. I used to go out on my own a lot and mm-hmm. eat. Yeah. Because the food at the college was rubbish. You didn't like the food there, did you? No. No. And what were you studying there, Toby? I studied performing arts, BTEC. Had to do a bit of dancing, didn't you? Not so much. A no, bit. that was more the music side. Yeah. And I also did a S level history. Yeah. Now I think it's it. It would be right for me to say that you are a bit of a a genius on your computers. You've mastered. Oh, I love computers. You love computers, and Hence. you you mastered because you did. Um, you did a touch typing course as well, didn't you? Yeah, that started at primary during primary school yeah. and then ended in secondary. And how many words could you type a minute? I can't remember now. Was it a lot? I think it was quite a lot, yeah. Yeah, I think it was That a was arranged through Jim Kavanagh as well. Yeah. So that And was it was a really good touch typing program. Yeah, so that was really good. Wasn't because it, it taught you from, from basic to writing whole sentences with punctuations and everything. Yeah, which you still do, don't you? Yeah, I still do. Very much. So, you ended up at the RNC and then you moved on to the, under the University of Greenwich, didn't you? I did. And you studied? Business what did you I, study? Business IT. Business IT. And what did you end up with? A higher national diploma. Yeah. And where did you collect your award? Uh, the Painted Hall, wasn't it? It was, at the Royal Naval College in Greenwich, wasn't it? Yep. You had your gown on? Yeah, and I remember that day, it was really hot. It was, wasn't it? It was. And then we had a massive thunderstorm that night. That's right. So, you've got all of those things, and you've tried to get work, haven't you? Yeah. For a long time, but... I do do volunteering. This is it. You actually do voluntary work, and you've helped many game makers haven't you yeah one of the best times of that was working with my good mate who sadly passed away last year Al Golden yeah and you were uh, he was like my mentor he was and where did, where was Al Colorado yeah so you got to meet Al though didn't you yeah great guy yeah flew out there yeah I learnt so much from him about debugging and yeah. testing generally it was yeah. great he was a lovely man wasn't he very good, very and helpful. We got to spend time with him, didn't we, in Denver? Yeah, and I loved it. Good. Yeah, and since then, it's right to say that you've been helping other game makers. Um, you've even started your own 
YouTube, got a YouTube channel. channel called the Audio Game Club. You have, which is doing pretty good. I've got over and then you linked him with a guy called Burke, didn't you? Yeah, I discovered Burke in 2014 because of his Final Fantasy X walkthrough, which has been a very major influence on my life. As a gamer, so you you ended up playing all the Final Fantasies pretty much. Not all, uh, only really 10, 12, and thirteen. Right. They're my main ones because yeah. they were the ones that had voice acting. Yeah, but I watched his walkthrough, Burke's walkthrough of Final Fantasy Nine, which had no voice acting. Great game, really good. Yeah, and he voice acted all that he read all the dialogue. He did. So it was. So he made it accessible, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And then what? What? happened because of your relationship with Burke he decided that it would be great to make a documentary called Gaming Through New Eyes so he came round I actually got my had got to do my dream which was to play Final Fantasy X with him because it's been a big part of his life too and we did the documentary and it was a massive success it's won several awards it's been seen by 7 million people around the world it's been in Famitsu which is the, one of the biggest Japanese gaming magazines out there and so it's you, just I can remember worldwide. we went to see the concert for Final Fantasy yeah the and, distant worlds and everybody was coming up to you outside weren't they, they yeah, were they saying were. you're Toby Ott you're the guy who's in, in the movie yeah. yeah so that went really well didn't it so in in your private life I know because I'm your dad. And I've got to say something on that as well. Yeah, go on. Since Gaming Through New Eyes, a lot has changed. because I believe because of that documentary, a lot is changing in the games industry as a whole. Because in 2020, the first fully accessible game was released on PlayStation 4 by Naughty Dog, who made The Last of Us Part 2 fully accessible, which is a massive mainstream game and it was great to be able to play that game especially as it was during lockdown at the time and since then more and more companies are starting to adopt the whole accessibility which is a big step forward isn't it for audio yeah. description well not just audio description Ooh. but just general accessibility yeah. when you're talking about accessibility what what do you love to do where it involves audio description what things are really good for people who've got no vision or poor vision. Well, there's uh, audio description on TV, uh, also in theatre with the company Vocalize, who are great. They do audio described theatre. Even in cinemas now, they have audio description. So really, that that's opened up your world, isn't it? Yeah, and as I say, they're now adopting it into games as well. Yeah. So. So what's good is we we all go as a family and friends, don't we? Yeah and we all go together so we watch TV together we watch films together we go to the theatre together we do yeah all because of audio description yeah I mean we've done some pantomimes this year and they were audio we described did. and also is it right jumped out of a plane at 13,000 feet yep flown a glider and done a loop de loop yep yep flown through the Grand Canyon yep in fact you've done lots haven't you yeah love theme yeah. parks what was the thing when, when you went up in a hot air balloon, what did you say to the pilot that you thought was really good? I can't remember now. It's so long ago. No, he said something. You said to him, it's like being a bird. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah. You did. Yeah, as we no, were that was also when we were parasailing in 97 Oh, yeah, as parasailing well. as well, yeah. So really, and you've, 
it's right to say you've you've travelled a lot, haven't you? You travelled oh a lot all yeah. over the world with with us. Yeah, because we've always thought that it's important, isn't it? Very important. Yeah. So what what would you say to a mum and dad who've just had a little baby born with the same condition as you? What would you say to them? Just enjoy life generally. Enjoy yeah. life. Take it, you know, take it a step at a time. And just enjoy what life has to offer, really. Because there's so much out there now. Yeah. So much more out there. And just to make them aware of that, isn't it? Oh, exactly, yeah. And there are no barriers, are there? No. There are none. You, you found that, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. So what, what was that phrase that you said... Being blind is other people's problem. I think that was it. I can't. Yeah, and not yours. Not yours. Yeah. Or so not mine. Not mine. Yeah. So it was something along those yeah. lines. See, I think that's quite an important thing to say. And one thing I should probably mention that when I was at RNC, I met a girl who is now my girlfriend. She certainly is. And what's her name? Justine. Justine. So now you've got a girlfriend. And we're planning our life. And you're planning your life together, which is lovely. So, I think, is there anything else you'd like to say, Toby, just before we finish? Um, I mean, I'd love to say, please check out the YouTube channel. If you, you can say that. Please check out the YouTube channel, the Audio Game Club. Please like, subscribe. I'm currently doing a live, stri live streaming The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. You are. Which you is are. really good, because... When it was released in 2020, it didn't have audio description, but it does now on the cinematics. Well, that's good. That's good. And what's planned for this year, then? What are you going to be doing this year? Anything special coming up? Uh, in terms of what? Anything. don't really know, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things happening this yeah. year that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um, going different places going France yeah. um, so really it's all about enjoying life isn't it absolutely and being with Justine as well yeah and the other thing is is because you do have a, a visual impairment there's no barrier is there no and I think that's important that all mums and dads of new yeah. babies absolutely. know that they can do anything can't yeah. they and I want to thank you as well dad thank you thank because, you because uh Oh, here we go. Go on. You're great. And I also want to thank you for being my gaming partner. I am your gaming partner. For now. What about your mum? What's your mum? Good cook. Good cook. There we go. Well, listen, Toby, thank you so much for doing that with me today. No problem. Because it's just important. And I can't think of anything else that you might like to say. But I'd just like to finish saying that... Um, Toby really has achieved. Something we forgot to mention and was about Nikki Rag. Oh, go on then, you can mention that. that she's Nikki. been doing a lot of genetic research. Yeah. And they actually managed to find a gene that causes Yeah, because that's, that's quite an important side to bilateral ophthalmia is that as a family, we found out what the gene was, which was very important to us as parents and also to the wider family. And we waited and to over Toby. 30 years, didn't we, to find yeah, it? Yeah, it took a long time because these genes take a lot of time to find. So, again, Toby, thank you very much for being my first podcast. Thank you very much for listening. 
And our next podcast is coming soon with a young lady called Abby. Who's actually a really good friend of mine. Who's a really good friend of Toby's. So thank you again for listening and take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, Toby. No problem. Thank you.